team camp team camp went well oh yeah how'd that go yeah it went well um we had some good kids how many teams y'all teams have? um teams we had around 30 teams y'all got 30 wow yeah 30 teams so it was good it was really good it was um long days but it was, it was good um then we had um were they local we, teams what was the uh what was the furthest team y'all had? Or team? We had a team from North Carolina. Um, we had a team from um, – we had the White House, um, which is near Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no teams from Memphis, but uh, we had a team from uh, Georgia. Okay. Or team, some, a couple teams from Georgia. So, so we had some teams, a little spread out, but, uh, yeah, a lot of local teams as well. What have you been up to? Oh, nothing. Um just, I mean, we're all systems go. We're, we got it rolling. Um, shooting groups every day, practice, weights. Tell me a little bit. What do what, what your shooting groups look like? Like, uh, I mean, obviously you don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, yeah. Um, we are, so what we're doing is we're splitting our weights and shoot our, our weights into two groups. Um, and so, what'll, you know, first group will go lift while that second group will do their shooting. Um, and okay. then, you know, they'll just – switch it after when the first group is done. Uh, so then that second group will go to weights and then that second group will come shoot. Um, so depending on the day, you know, we either do it in the morning or around lunchtime and then we're practicing about three every day. Okay. What is uh? so like you said, shooting groups, what does that look like? So is that, is that a part of practice or is that like separated from practice? So like, that's a, that's a, that's a separate workout. So, um, okay. So you're just condensing the time of each Yeah, yeah in yeah. order to fit it in. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's, you know, a lot of group competition stuff. So there's only about six in each shooting group. So split them up into three, um, you know, have them, have them compete against each other. Total makes, makes, makes at each spot, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but just trying to get, you know, just get the competition going really. That's, that's great. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's fun, man. We got, you know, like, like I keep saying, you know, we got some good dudes, um, guys are in the gym. They, they want to be in the gym. They want to work. They're ready to go. Um, that's refreshing. Oh, it, it is. It is. It's very refreshing. And, you know, part of it may be the, uh, the, the excitement of just being back on campus, being around everybody and everybody's sure. adrenaline's pumping. And, uh, but it's, you know, guys are, they're, they're working, man. They, they really are. They're working and they want to be in there. But, um, episode 40, right? 40. Lordy, Lordy. We made it to 40. Holy moly. Well, welcome into the mind of a coach podcast. This is episode 40. What did you say again? Asa? you said, Lordy, Lordy, we made it to 40. You ever see those oh. signs like out in people's like front yards, like for somebody's 40th birthday? Like, Lordy, Lordy, so-and-so turning 40. No, I did not see that. But but speaking of somebody turning 40, um, since we are recording on Tuesday night, um, happy birthday to Mr. Russ, Mr. Coach Russ Wilson. So, yeah. Um, shout out, Russ. Um, wow, 40. Uh, yeah, happy, yeah, happy birthday, Coach Russ. Coach Russ is awesome. Had him on the show. Um, go back, check it out if you get a chance. Um, happy birthday, dog. Asa, what, give me a basketball player that is shorty. I, I know. I'm literally. I was. I've been racking my Sean brain. Sean Kemp. We'll go Sean. Perfect. Sean Kemp. Honestly, I have no other. Like that one just came up. I, I have no recollection of any. Was uh, Was James Posey? No, he was 41, wasn't he? I think Posey was 41. Um, I, I, Harrison Barnes. He's 40. Harrison was. Barnes. That's a good one. Harrison Barnes. Um, I don't. I'm. But I'm. We're I'm trying too hard it. on this. Well, yeah. welcome into the Mind of Coach podcast again, episode forty. Everything else that goes along with that. Harrison Barnes. 
Sean Kemp, whatever episode you want. Asa, obviously, we have already talked to each other about how you're doing, but there's obviously got to be something that you have to get off your chest this week. Uh, yeah, save the menus. Save the menus. Every restaurant I go to now, you know, they don't have actual paper menus anymore. I can't see it. You got to pull out your phone and scan the stupid little barcode and pull it up on, 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 <laughs> on, the, inter- on the internet on your phone. And it's just I don't want a little three-inch menu, okay? I want a paper menu. I want a paper menu where I can either fold it, flip it over. Yeah, I can see some pictures. I can read the fine print of what's in. I don't need a little menu on the internet. Save the menus, dude. Save the menus. I completely agree. I hate looking at menus on my phone. Listen, it's great for the environment. I respect what they're trying to do, but here, I'm going to even go even further. I'll take the menus on the phone. Stop giving me paper straws. I can't do another paper straw. Oh, the paper straws are are awful. Just do the metal straws. They're fine. They're great. Give me a metal straw, wash them, do what you got to do. But paper straws are the absolute worst. (laughs) It's like, it's texture and everything. If, you know what? Why if you're listening we, to this I, podcast and you like a paper straw, well, bro, Asa and I'll no, we won't actually give you anything. There's no way I'm giving you something if you like paper straws. No yeah, dude, I hate paper straws. Paper straws are the worst. Yeah, they um, fold in your mouth. But yes, I agree with you. Menus save. Save the menus, man. Save the menus. Save the menus. At first, I thought you were talking about like, I, I don't know, like saving the menus. I was like. Are they throwing them away or <laughs> like save it like a file? But yeah, I agree with you. Save the menus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got today, though. I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you for uh, telling me your, about your hatred towards uh, paper straws as well. I'm glad we agree with that one. Restaurant business. Maybe we'll get into it one day. Mm-hmm. Probably not anytime soon, but maybe one day. <laughs> probably hot chicken. That's probably what we would do. Hot chicken? We'd go under so fast. Yeah, I, I can't make hot chicken. I can't make hot chicken. Burgers, I can do. I can. I can do burgers. You can make some good burgers. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I can do some burgers. Burger. I can do. I can do a good buffalo chicken dip. I can do. Uh, I can really do some good shrimp and chicken and iron skillet. Mm, got a big old iron skillet. Yeah, iron skillet, dude. Love the iron skillet, man. All right, hey, we're getting way off track here. We are. Um, Aces, we are. We have to do something before we introduce our guest. Um, we talked about the playoffs. Um, it might've been a podcast or two ago. Um, I think we've keep, we have kept talking about it. What are your predictions as of right now? There's some interesting go- stuff going on with the nets right now. It's, Our uh, first predictions were awful. Um, were, were I, they, I mean, they weren't, well, depending on how this Brooklyn series plays out. Yeah. Um, yeah. but my, mine on the other side still alive. It is. It is. Um, Even though I went like. So I said. I said Brooklyn. I said Brooklyn and, and Lakers. Right. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Brooklyn and. The the Suns. I'm I'm hopping on the bandwagon. The Suns. I'm glad you hopped on. I'm sticking. I'm staying Suns. Uh, yeah. Staying stay Suns. with it. I would don't don't need to no need to uh, veer off path yet. And I'm telling you right now. If the Nets do not bring back James Harden, I understand Kyrie's important too, but if they don't bring back James Harden, Bucks and Bucks and seven, or maybe even six. Mm-hmm. Because I think tonight, if James Harden and Kyrie aren't playing, I think KD can have a miraculous game. I just don't think they have enough. I mean, Chris Middleton and Giannis, that's just, I think Garden Giannis is going to take way too much out of KD to be able to put up a 50 pointer. I mean, yeah. obviously they can go big on him and hope that Giannis shoots a bunch and maybe put, 
got a Jordan on him. But no, I, I, I just I don't see the Bucks losing this game. Although it's on the road, I don't see it happening. Um, James they're, is going to try to play, isn't he? James is. Did you say that he's going to try to play? Is he? So I read yeah. earlier. I read this morning. So I haven't kept up since this morning. But um, that it said that he uh, Kyrie or it said Irving and Harden are out. Okay. Um, but I mean, if it's changed, then I, I read a little bit ago where he was trying, he was going to try to warm up or something. You know, he said he was planning on playing barring some setback. Well, Harden 50%, the Nets win. Harden doesn't play. I, I'm, I'm going bucks. Yeah. 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 So, but once again, I mean, barring like any major in- injuries, wow. Injuries by, <laughs> that was terrible. Barring any major injuries by, any more of the Bucks players or having at least two superstars healthy for the uh-huh. Nets, it doesn't matter about that Sixers Hawk series. Like yeah. Bucks or Bucks or Nets are coming out. Just because Joel Embiid's got to If the Bucks win, you don't think the you don't think the Sixers can beat the Bucks? If they No, because because I, I think Joel Embiid is hurt. I disagree. I think I think the Sixers can beat the Bucks. I they can beat them. I don't think they're gonna beat them seven games and that's a lot of load like like I said on Joel Embiid's hurt knee. I think that's yeah. the biggest problem. Joel Embiid healthy, like middle, yeah, or like the first game of the playoffs, like right. before he got hurt. Yes, absolutely. I think Joel Embiid and the Sixers win. They're right. a great team. And how silly is it that the what's their name fired Doc Rivers? I mean, <laughs> the clip. Yeah, that is crazy. But oh, did you see that Kawhi dunk last night? Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. That was that was ridiculous. Kawhi he just is. loved being down 0-2, I guess, and just turning on the Jets. True. That's a good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dunk, that dunk was crazy. Um, I like Kawhi, by the way. And when he said best, but I, I, I don't hate on Kawhi. I don't like that. He's with the Clippers, but I, I do like Kawhi. I'm not a, I'm not a Kawhi hater at all. I don't even um, think it was a uh, really Kawhi didn't really Kawhi came first. Right. And then they traded Paul George. Isn't that correct? Um, yes. Yes. So that's there's correct. no reason to really dislike Kawhi. He yeah. left a national. He he left a a championship team. Yeah. To go to, I mean, a, a building team. Right. But not a championship team. Yeah. Now, although I, I would still right. argue that if LeBron is healthy and KD is healthy, or even Clay, uh huh, Kawhi might not have a. Yeah. Be a little different, but anyway, um, all right, we're getting a little off topic. Do you got anything else? Uh, no, uh, it's uh, only that it is uh, it's so the date is 6 15, June 15th, 615 day. Shout out to Nashville. We got a oh, great uh, guest on us who is a Nashville native, so I'm just pointing out that it's perfect that we're recording with this uh, with this guest on 615 day. Uh, shout out to Nashville again. Thank y'all for tuning in and hope y'all enjoy our conversation with Coach Spencer Richardson. Um, yeah, since I, since I started this, uh, this, um, Twitter almost challenge or just trying to be consistent on social media gained 30 followers and just gotten a lot of people engaged in the, in my tweets and they're talking back and just learning from them as well. So that's really cool. 30 followers dude. get your cloud up. No, that's what I'm trying to do, bro. My man, I'd be famous. Just trying to be famous like Spencer over here. Oh man, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Good old flight lead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How uh is how how many nights a week are you busy with that? 
So fight league goes uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights during the summer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many? Uh, how many teams in that league? Um, summertime, he'll probably he'd be probably got about a couple hundred teams. Okay. Dang. Winter, winter time is when, I mean, it's 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 a ton, it's a ton of winter teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how you doing, man? You you doing all right? Yeah, man. You know, pro guys getting back in town. Yeah. Uh, you know, we crank up next month. You know, yep. with the girl back out on the road. So, you know, that's those those two things keep me busy. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about that later too. But if you don't mind, I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. Uh, we got Coach Spencer Richardson on the show with us. Spencer is a Nashville native. Played uh, high school basketball at Maplewood High School. Uh, went on to play college at Shawnee College. Um, founded all around game at what was that about 2009, 10? ish yes uh 08 08 08 okay mm-hmm. uh founded all around game uh been training basketball been training pros such as brandon wright uh rob covington went out uh, out west one time train trained uh, draymond green um coaches multiple aau team he's a man of many talents got a lot on his plate coach uh coach spencer we appreciate you coming on man uh what's what's new with you man first of all man I'm glad you guys got me on uh obviously i watched uh, a ton of these interviews and you guys do a great job man um, but yeah, you know, summer, summer grind, you know, we got the, uh, uh, team Brandon Wright, the girls, they're, they're getting ready for next month. Like I said, the pros, uh, a lot of those guys are starting to get back in. Got the, got the running gun camp coming up next week. You yeah, know? Yeah. We, we were talking about that today in the office. We were talking about how it was coming up, man. That's the, uh, Hey, I tell everybody best camp, best camp you can go to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hands down. Talk, uh, talk to us about that camp. So how it started, how you got involved with it, kind of where where uh, where it started at to where it is now. Man, Coach Penny, Brian Penny Collins, man, uh, 14 years ago, uh, he had a vision, man. Watkins, Watkins Community Center right across from MLK. Uh, man, a little hot box. Man. You know, and, uh, you know, he reached out to me. And, and basically, man, in those four days, um, I just kind of took what Coach Penny did in those four days, man, and made it a year-round thing. So, yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, those camps, I was at the first one. I probably went to five or six of them after that. It was uh, it, it was fun, man. The Watkins Park, the mystery meat lunchboxes that we had every day. <laughs> what? Man, Nate, we well, – so it, it was at Watkins Park over off of uh, off Charlotte, uh, right across from uh, MLK. And uh, I guess Penny, whatever, you know, the, the community center, they had hooked us up with some lunches, man <laughs> – you didn't know it was mystery meat, Nate. It was yeah. mystery meat. You had no idea what was in that box. The the campers, our, our first annual campers, they they get out of my respect, man. Because like I said, we was in a, it was a high box, small court. I mean, no AC, and we basically the campers got they got to eat what the the kids that was coming to the community center every day got they got to eat. I mean, it. Look, I grew up in that kind of environment too, man. So. Uh, I wasn't, it wasn't new to me, but you know, some kids nowadays, man, they, they wouldn't know what to, they, a lot of those kids couldn't make it through that first annual. That, that, that was it, right? That was the real. That <laughs> was, man. That was it. That was the epitome of the, of the run and gun basketball camp. So yeah. from, so from, from that camp, that was the origins of, of all around game. Talk to us about how that came, came to fruition and kind of what your goal is with that and, and how that's been going. Man. Uh, so <clears throat> So after running gun, I kind of I, I fell in love with coaching, and uh, I mean I tell people all the time, literally, literally un, all around game started. I was working a part time job at Sports Season. Lady come in, 
asked me, hey, you look like you play basketball. I told her, yeah, I did. And uh, she said, well, can you coach? And I said, I haven't, but, I, you know, I will. And uh, WNSLE, I walk, she, she take my number, call me. I walk in the gym. And right away I knew that the kids were not very good at all. So I walked back out, kind of took a deep breath, went in, and I was like, all right, we're going to start with, you know, it's just simple fundamentals. And about the second or third game, the same lady who asked me to coach, she was like, can you train my son privately? And she was like, how much would you charge me? And I was like, oh, 25 bucks. Well, anyway, he started getting better and other people started noticing. And before you know it, man, I mean, my phone was ringing off the hook and I was sitting down one day watching uh, an NBA game. And I heard a, I heard the announcer say, you know, I forget what, what player it was, but the, he, he referred to their players having an all around game. Mm -hmm. Oh, that hit me right there. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's is, uh, so, oh, you got a name. No, okay. So, I mean, this is pretty simple. It's going off of what Asa just asked. But um, if you had a mission statement for all-around game, what would it be? Um, all or nothing. I think I think that's what we came up with uh, after we had came up with all-around game. And it's just when you step on it, we're really not even on the court, man, but even in life. Like, whatever you put your mind to, like, give it everything you have. Like, every answer you have not, like, don't do it at all. That's perfect. And I think a lot of people can take that, whether you play basketball or don't play basketball. If you're just stumbling upon this podcast, get everything you have. Yes, sir. Um, so talking about training specifically here, is there, how has your approach to training evolved from, from when, since, since from mm -hmm. when you started? That's good. Start, you start out by, you know, I, I used to love watching the, uh, the Kobe Bryant, uh, YouTube, uh, 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 his YouTube channel, or like some of the clips he did. I, I forget what they called him. I know Nike, he had a Nike series that he would do. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the, detail, go, the detail thing, right? Or is that is it not, not detail? Not, no, it's later. This is just like a Nike series that Nike was doing for Kobe. And I just typed his name in one time. And right, because I, I really wasn't a big Kobe fan, that, you know, up until I started watching just how detailed and fundamental he was so yes. when he and, and on that the one out the first one i watched he was showing footwork and how to finish low middle and high off the glass well nobody's ever i just thought when you go shoot a layup you just off the backboard but he literally had three different spots on the backboard depending on who was contesting his shots and I, so i would take a little bit what i was learning from those Kobe Nike uh, uh, series, and I would apply it. And then, I mean, just watching. I mean, if you watch it, I tell people all the time, if you watch a college game or NBA game, like there's so much you can learn about basketball just watching the NBA basketball game. And a lot of the things that those guys do, a kid who works on their game all the time can go out and do. Now, obviously, you got some things that, you know, LeBron James and Katie and Kyrie, those guys do, but – a lot of it you can do if you work on it. So some of the guys, guys like Brandon Wright, Rob Covington, I mean, I, I, I had the opportunity to train with, with you and Brandon a lot. And one of the things I noticed about Brandon is how professional he was in everything that he did. Um, what, 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 when you get to that level, what are some of the things you have to do in order to sustain, uh, in order to sustain your, your playing career, extend your, extend your, you know, cause you're at that point, your body is your business. Your body is your livelihood. Kind of what are some of the things that Brandon, a guy like Brandon did um, to, to even further himself and stay 
you know, just stay, stay, stay ready. Stay ready to go. Man, Brandon is like the – he's the ultimate pro in the offseason. I know he hasn't played these last few seasons, but he's, he's actually back uh, fully recovered and, and ready to work out for some teams uh, later on this year. But uh, back when he was playing, I mean, you're talking about a guy that, you know, basically got up uh, every morning around, you know, 6 o'clock, get up, get his body going, uh, Scott Real. He uh he started investing in his body to get bigger. So uh Scott Real is his strength trainer even to this day. Um so we would go do weights uh with Scott Kettlebells. Uh and then we would go on the track to do our sprints, football field, and then uh we would take an hour break and then we would meet right back up at Brentwood Academy and we would get on the court. Uh, and then outside of the 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 conditioning in a basketball court, uh Brandon, you know, he, he like as far as his diet, man, like the dude is like everything that went into his body. He knew he knew exactly what was what what was going in and how much was going in. Like dog have, food, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what it boils down to, man. You got to <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh man, come on. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God! Like, that's why I had to stop. I was like, "Did you say dog food?" I, 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 <laughs> Asa told me the story once. Can we, can we talk oh about that? Can, can we talk uh, about that? Oh, uh, look here, man! I, don't, I, I, I think we can talk about some of the other challenges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! That was good, Nate. That was, that was good. Classy. That was classic. Oh, <laughs> but um, but, hey, uh, so. Yeah. So we were talking about Brandon Wright. Obviously, you've trained Rob Covington as well. You train um, Jordan Bone. Um, you've trained some other guys, Garrison Matthews. So, you, you, I mean, you have a list of very – and I named four very different players in the NBA. So what I want to ask you is what goes into your creative process when training these specific but different players? Uh, you know, that's – man, great question, man. Uh, I kind of – and then obviously, you know, Jamal, he uh, – Jamal helps me with those guys. Uh, so I like for Jamal, when it comes to like the creativity of basketball, like my cousin Jamal has always had a nice handle with the basketball. So for example, I mean, one time we, we both were working out Darius and doing some, some of the same things. I didn't with them, but Darius. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah, we totally forgot Darius. I, yeah. Goodness gracious. So I, so I, so I bring up Darius because I, we was working out Darius kind of like equally, but then one day. I came in and Jamal had Darius going through like a pick and roll series. And then he had him, you know, you know, his one-on-one -on -one breakdown stuff. And I was like, I'm never working with Darius on this type of stuff again. Because Jamal is like, I mean, he, he's just a master at that. So mm -hmm. when I would work with Darius, it would be more, okay, when you're off the ball movement, you know, the chop mm -hmm. pull-ups and the, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Garrison Matthews, I mean, Obviously, I played the two guards, so I know how it feels to be a to be a two. How you, you know to look for your shot when people run you off the line, uh, you know, straight line drives and that kind of thing. Obviously, the bigs is just you know it, to you know when I watch Brandon and a guy like Damian Jones, these are high flyers. I mean, these are guys who set a set a screen and and, and go get it. Just throw it up either way, however you want to, and they gonna go get it. But at the same time, I mean, Asa, you worked out with Brandon a lot. A lot of people don't understand Brandon can handle the ball like a guard, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So it was so 
you know, not necessarily, not, not necessarily trying to get them too far out of their comfort zone. But in today's game, I mean, obviously bigs, they can shoot the three. They can put it on the floor. They can, you know, you can put them in ISO situations. So just trying to get them a little bit of what the game, you know, you know, has evolved to today. I think that's awesome. And especially for all around game to like, for you guys to be able to notice that, that Jamal, I mean, that um, Jamal can do these specific things within a ball screen that you were more off ball. I think that's so much more valuable too for Darius to be able to come to two separate guys. And it's not just like, okay, well, I got to go to this one guy. I got to go to this one guy, but you guys are in it together and you have each other's backs. I think that's super unique in this business. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, if, you know, when you, as a, as a coach and as a trainer, man, if you, if you sit up here and feel like, and feel like you telling yourself that you're the end all be all well, you're limited. Yeah. I, I'm like, mm -hmm. for example, I just got back from a, a camp in Memphis. My guy, John, John McGraw, uh, he had a, a junior all American girls camp. He had 110 high school girls on Saturday and he had 130 middle school girls on Sunday. And I worked with a guy named uh, Tony from out of uh, Missouri. And I can't tell you, like, how much I learned working alongside Tony. Like, I couldn't wait to get back home and start training on Monday. And I've been doing a lot of what I learned from Tony over the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I talked to Tony this morning, and he he was like, man, I've already been showing my college guys the 10 count. They love it. Yeah. So, man, I, I love going to go uh, uh, to camps and clinics and, 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 and watching what other trainers and what other coaches do. Uh, a lot of my sets I run in the summertime uh, with my girls, it's, it's stuff that I see on TV when I'm watching these playoffs. So when I'm watching a basketball game, man, I, I, I learn a lot just by watching on TV. Nate, that was a great question. I, that blew me away. Uh, hey, thank you, Ace. I'm glad I can yeah. still impress you after all this time. <laughs> Spence, how many it's times? Like, it's like a marriage over here, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, it is. Spence, how many times did uh, how many times have you been out uh, grind week with Draymond? So grind week, we did it. Um, we we was able to do that for two summers. Uh, my guy uh, Draymond Green's uh, trainer Travis Walton. Travis was actually down here uh, over the weekend. Um, I missed him because I was in Memphis, but he just stopped in Nashville. He was headed over to Atlanta to do some pre-draft work, but uh. Those guys did a great job with that, man. Uh, uh, Draymond, I mean, just the ultimate pro. He, um, you know, we went we went five days uh, on the court early in the morning, weights, training, and then they played pickup. Uh, you would come back, and the, sec the second half of the day would be all shooting, like an hour and a half, just all catching shooting. And then we had dinner, and then we would have like a little outing uh, at night, man. I mean, Draymond is a – I know a lot of people – kind of get the wrong impression when he's playing basketball, but off the court, man, Draymond, Draymond Green is the first, a first, first class sack. You talking about a guy, the first time we went out there, as soon as we got off the plane, I mean, he had a driver there for us and he was like, y'all come to my house. Like, just think about, the, you know, here's a guy, NBA champion, you know, big time guy in the league. And he don't know me from me and my cousin from Adam. And he's like, yeah, come on, come to my house. And just, he just laid it out for us, man. What um? How, awesome. how many hours in the day were y'all on the court in the weight room? I mean, doing basketball skill related stuff. How how, how many hours in the day were y'all actually on the court? That's great. We probably, we probably we probably did about we probably did about five and a half, probably okay. six hours together. Uh, like I said, first they, the the guys had to be on the court like right at eight a.m. They had a they had a guy to come in and do dynamic warm up stretches, get them loose. Um, 
And then we got, after they got loose, they got a sweat going. We went right into like a 10-minute a ball handling series, full court. And then it was just, uh, we had two groups. We had two, we had two sides of courts. So uh, you spent 30 minutes on one side, 30 minutes on the other side, and we switched. And then they did a, a full, a full, a full game. Referees came in, split the teams up, and they played a full game. And then right after the game, he had a spread where they, 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 they would eat. Go back, relax, shower up, and then come back around five, and they did a out, and they shot from like five to six thirty. Okay, okay. Wow. I mean, it was a it, it was a full day, and then you know, obviously, we had like a little outing. Let's say we went uh, bowling, or you know, we hung out. Well, didn't matter what time we got in. The next night, I mean, the next morning, guys was at the gym, ready to work, on time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What other than other than his God given ability? What is something about Draymond that, that kind of stands out that you're like, all right, it makes sense that he is where he's at. Man, great question. Um, so on the last day of the of the, of the camp, uh, I never forget. And he came. He actually he actually came kind of saved me a little bit because you know you get around pros, you talking about these are the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. So I had. A couple of the guys setting ball screens, but they weren't, they weren't, you know, obviously they, they weren't bigs. They was like, they was like the, a two guard or, or some, of, some of them were point guards. So they were kind of looking at me like, why is this dude got me setting the ball screen? Mm-hmm. And Raymond Green kind of sensed and He just stopped. And he was like, look, guys, y'all know how many screens Steph Curry set for me? And all the guys, like, and after he said that, Everybody was like, all right, let's go. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facts. If you think about it, he was like, Steph Curry done set a ton of screens for me when I when I got the ball. Mm-hmm. You know? And then when he when he reminded guys of that, everybody was like, you know, okay, well, yeah, I, I can say if Steph Curry can set a screen, I can set a ball screen too. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That yeah. is. That, that, that's really cool. Um, yeah. That's um, really, really cool. Spencer. This is um, this is shifting a little bit off. Do you have another question about Draymond? Because I'm I'm about to shift back to training, um, just all around game. Um, how do you? St- this is something that I think a lot of people can struggle with. But how do you stay as motivated um, when working with youths compared to NBA caliber players? Oh, that's another good one. You guys, you guys are asking great questions, man. Love <laughs> uh, so, man, you know you. You like you really, really have to enjoy whether you, if you're working out Rob Covington or if you're working out, you know, somebody that's it's their first time touching the basketball. And I just get a joy out of like, for example, to me, it's we've had girls that come into our program that they want they was that they, they was not good basketball players when we first got them. Mm-hmm. And We've taken girls that were just, let's just say on a scale of 10, they were, they were a four. And the ones that came into the gym, they, okay, they came to practice, but they, they showed up whenever we had our extra workout sessions and they put it in work. Well, to, to see those girls get Division One offers and go on to play college basketball, like to me, look, look, I love working out pro guys, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a pro for the most part, 
anybody can make a pro look good. Mm -hmm. it, look, it's hard to mess up a workout when you're working with a pro. Yeah. You just got but to to me, I get a I get I get I get a thrill out of taking kids that are just average basketball players and then a year or two later, everybody's like, Man, who is that kid? Who is that girl? Who is that boy? You know? Yeah, but they absolutely. Know, but they don't know. Like I, I was gonna I wanna shout you, I wanna shout both of y'all out. Like both of y'all, y'all were y'all were elite basketball players coming up. I know Nate, I know you had, I know both of y'all had injuries and it kind of uh, slowed y'all career up. But when, when both of y'all were healthy, 100%, both of y'all were hard to deal with. Both yeah. of you, yeah. you know? I appreciate that. Yep. And, and, I know how, and I know how hard y'all work. I mean, I know, Nate, you got in there with the sun, but you, you weren't in there with us like Asa, but I know you was in the gym all the time. Because mm -hmm. when, when I watched you play, I'm like, he's in the lab. He's working on his game. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you I appreciate you got, that. You got to treat, you got to treat the kid who you got to treat the kid who isn't Darius Garland and who may not even have a chance to be Darius Garland. Like he's Darius Garland. When, yeah. When, and you, when it comes and, to, and, yeah. Yeah. And you also have to coach those kids. Like for example, a, a good example is our top, our top team, Brandon Wright girls, where our so our, they are considered UAA, and our second teams are considered the Rise teams. Well, the Rise teams get the same treatment as the UAA when it comes to coaching. Now, obviously, the the gear and the shoes and everything that Under Armour gives our top teams that separates teams. But as far as the X's and O's and how we coach them, it's all the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was about to say too because the same profession that Ace and I are in, it's. I mean, it's like the cousin to your profession, right? I mean, yeah. very, they're related, but they're not the exact same. I mean, but that is the same, in my opinion. I think if you're doing a great job, you're treating your players from 1 to 15 to your managers, to anybody involved in the bas basketball program, the same. You're not, I mean, not the same. You're treating them fairly. Mm -hmm. You can't treat everybody the same. That, that I feel like that's a common phrase going around, and it's honestly really true just because everybody's so different. But – you have to be able to treat everybody fair and give everybody the same time and energy or else you're just doing it for a, for like a transaction and it doesn't really matter. And these kids aren't going yeah. like, really to get anything out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to put it. I mean, like I tell the parents before we, before every uh, travel season, I tell them we have our meetings, every, everybody, your daughter will get an opportunity to play. Mm -hmm. What she does with that opportunity is solely up to her. So wow. she's never going to come out of town and not ever get put into the basketball game. I can, as the program director, I can assure you of that, but we can go out of town. And if she's not producing and playing the way we need her to play, she can very well go in and make and not come and not get back in the game. That's just, this is, this is elite level basketball. This is not, it's not equal playing time. Right. So, yes. uh, and they all understand that. Yeah. One, yeah. one thing that took Fair me a while. Not the same. Took me a while to figure it out, but it's true. You know, you hear all the time, coaches don't decide playing time, players decide playing time. And that's, I mean, I, I find that to be true, uh, you know, more, more so than not. The players really, you know, it's not the coaches who determine your playing Man. time. You, you decide it with, yeah. you know, the work you put in, what you do with your opportunity on the court. Uh, do you know off the top of your head how many kids, boys and girls, you put in college? Uh, I would, on a, since 2016, 
Um, I know we're with the girls. I, I just go back to 2016. Obviously, this is year 15 uh, with the girls. But since 2016, we're we're well over 100 mm-hmm. on the girl side. Wow. Uh, That's phenomenal. With, with, yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually have a um, – I need to update it. I think we stopped it at our – well, let's see. We need to add our 21s, and then we need to add – We've already had a kid uh, commit in a 22 class. She went on ahead and committed uh, early. But, yeah, we've it's, – it's, it's been a blessing. But I can say, you know, all the kids that got an opportunity to play college basketball, everybody on that list that we made, the, all those girls put in the time and energy for them to get those offers and be able to get to the next level and play college basketball. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to shout you out real quick. I, I think a lot of people, there's another thing that I really dislike about um, the rep that some trainers get or that trainers in general get. Um, and it's when trainers start talking as if um, like we're the ones that made them. I, I love what you are, you're saying. And you said it the whole podcast about, well, like we can basically tell you what to do, but you got to be the one to put in the work. And like you just like giving all your kids credit. I think that's so good and helpful for trainers and coaches and players everywhere. Like just go to somebody that talks like that to you and that makes it about you and not about themselves. So no, yeah. I just wanted to say that real quick. Yeah. I, I mean, I tell the kids, look, man, you, you can put on this Brandon Wright jersey. That don't. <laughs> I've, I've looked one of the, I've seen girls. I had, uh, I tell this story a lot, but we was playing in Alabama one summer, some years ago. And, uh here we we come in and you know we we got our we're matching from head to toe bags nice uniform shoes well i'm I'm watching a kid play on the on the court beside us and she uh she's about six two and her team just had on some black shorts little reversible jersey and that was it well i i i'm coming up to her like i'm about to get her I mean, look at her look at the team uniforms hey so i pull her to the side like hey how you doing coach Smith's team or anything right I said, uh, this your team you play with full time? She was like, yeah. I said, okay, uh, you ever heard of Team Brandon Rice? She was like, yeah, yeah, you guys got a great program. I said, well, love to have you. And she was like, coach, I appreciate you. And But she said, you know what? She said, it's my team right there. She said, I love my team. She said, this is who I started with, and this is who I'm going to finish with. I, Man, I, I, I shook her hand, gave her a hug. I mean, she – That's she, good for her. It was like – I was like, "Wow, you don't hear, you don't hear, you don't hear that." You no, Spencer, hear that. Hey, hey, Spencer was like, "All right, how do we add another team? Let's just get this whole team over here." <laughs> that was gonna be my thing. I wanted to go to the coach. I'm like, "All right, coach, look, come on, buddy, this girl. <laughs> But, 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 but she, that's phenomenal. But, but, because you know, like, it, she showed me right then and there. Now she ended up once I went and done like the research, uh, owner and stuff. Well, she was a she was one of the top post one of the top forwards in the country. Like she she was she was really really good. Multiple Power Five offers. So basically, what she showed me is you can have on a a, a, a white jersey that says "Be quiet" on the front of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're good enough, they don't matter. They're gonna find you. I, like I said, bro. They you could tell. All right, everybody get a pair of black shorts. I'm bringing the jerseys. That's that's what. They, those were their uniforms. That's wow. crazy. Wow. Good for her. Good for her. Um, how, all right, so tell me, how many teams do y'all, do y'all have exactly right now and where y'all going in July? So we have, uh, on the girls' side, we on have girl seven. Side. Yeah, yeah. 
seven teams. Um, a lot of people may know this by now, but uh, Mookie Betts, obviously the baseball player, loves, loves, loves basketball. Y'all know he's a man of many talents. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wanted me to start Team Mookie, and it's, it's been good. So we have one team right now, but he's hoping to to build a, a program next year. We can have probably three or four teams. Um, uh, on the girls' side, we'll start off uh, We'll start off in Indy. We'll, we have uh, my guy John McGraw, who's your heat. And then we'll go right into Under Armour Session 2. So we'll be in Indy for about uh, seven or eight days, come back home for about three or four days, and then we'll go uh, – we'll stop in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, around the 2021st and then the UA championships is up in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, uh spooky new facility, uh, the 23rd through the 25th. Okay. Gotcha. Awesome. <clears throat> um, Hey, so I don't want to keep it too much longer. We're, uh, we got a couple more things. Um, and we're gonna, well, one more thing, then we're going to do some rapid fire questions, but you know, I, I got to talk about Nashville basketball with you. Um, I, I was reading on your website uh, how, you know, All Around Game is dedicated to changing the culture of basketball in the city of Nashville while pushing our clients beyond their limitations, da 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 you know. And, and also I read in an article where, you know, you mentioned wanting to uh, just, you know, put Nashville basketball on the map uh, because there's a lot of hidden talent here. Um, just talk to us about Nashville basketball and kind of what it meant to you when you were coming out and the people before you, the people that you came up with, um, and then kind of what it means to you now. Mm. Um, to be grooming, uh, grooming the next generation of Nashville basketball players. Yeah, I mean, it was always, you know, I came out of Maplewood in 2002. Uh, obviously, we didn't get the luxury of having uh, trainers when I was coming through. It was, it was literally leave, leave school, and you go to the neighborhood park, older guys on the court, you know, they dominate the court. If they liked you, they let you on. That was our training session, you know, and then a good old, good old game of 36, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 how we learned to 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 play basketball. You know, it wasn't no trainers back then. Um, and then I mean Maplewood High School. You know, Coach Gamble. Uh, he was my coach. Rest in peace, Coach Gamble. But uh, man, great coach. Uh, we had <clears throat> uh, we had we had we had some guys in front of us that were really good. When I got there, my freshman year, um, I didn't get to play varsity. I, I played freshman, obviously, but they made it to the state. Um, and then my sophomore year, uh, we 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 didn't we were okay, we were decent. And then my junior and senior year, we were really really good, man. We made it to the state back to back years. Uh, lost in a um, we lost in a semi a quarterfinal game. No, the, yeah, the first each year we went to the state, we we won. The, my junior year, we won our first game. Then we got beat by Bartlett, and they ended up winning it. That's when they had Jonathan Lowe. Hubie Smith actually coached that team. Oh, Hubie, okay, got you. <clears throat> And then my my senior year, we lost to Bearden on a, a buzzer beater. We was up oh, one, goodness. and they went length of the floor and hit a buzzer beater. So that that's how my uh, high school career ended. But yeah, you know, every man going to the state. I mean, playing on M- at MTSU on that in a glass house, man. It was like I, I, I always cherish those moments. Um, and then to to uh, to to see the game where it is now. I mean, obviously there was a stretch where. Nashville basketball was just kind of like, you know, I mean, it was it, it was not good, man. Yeah, I mean, not dead for a while. Yeah. Well, then when we decided to, when we started the all around game, and we was able to start getting kids at the gym, and um, I mean, you know about Sunday nights. I mean, that was almost like a showcase within itself. It was. And, yeah. It was. And, and once we got those Sunday nights going, and, and guys from the, you know, guys like yourself, Brentwood and Franklin and that East that, I mean. People from all over Middle Tennessee, people coming down from Murfreesboro. I mean, that sparked the flame 
all over Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Had those. You had, you know, you had all kind of teams. I mean, Brentwood, Maplewood. I mean, you name it. I mean, Hunters Lane had a nice run. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it definitely. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say we're the reason why it got, you know, it got back on the map, but we definitely had a small look. I mean, like you said, how many? Who didn't look forward to Sunday night workouts? Man, everybody looked forward. And it, it, some of them were at BGA, Nate. Um, but, uh, I mean, Sunday workouts, those Sunday night workouts were the best things ever. I mean, Nate, one time I, I had to leave. I had to go out to New Mexico State to uh, to uh, work some college kids out. And uh, this one we was having the Sunday night workouts at uh, BGA, Nate. And uh, I left a couple, I think Jamal and – it was somebody else in charge who was working with us at the time. I said, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm like, right, it's my first time missing a Sunday. What to expect? So I'm in New Mexico, and Jamal is blowing my phone up. And I couldn't answer because I was on it. So finally, I get off the court. I'm like, man, what's going on? He, he was like, man, it's about 70 boys here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, literally every part of the city was represented there. Every single part of the city. Every, that's why we all knew everybody, and we all, we, we, you know, we put every every part of the city was represented at those workouts. So, awesome. so, so, I, so we we had the. He's like, "Ooh, Jim, it's 70. So I forget my man. Uh, I think it was Jameson at the time, uh, the athletic director. Jameson, Coach Jameson. Jameson. Yeah, so, yeah I, I I call him. I say, "Look, man, we got." He said, "Y'all got many." So he came over, opened up the high school gym, and we had we had two, we had the middle school gym and high school gym, man. And I was like, but that, yeah, that was that that was it, man. That was that was it. That was That's it, awesome. man. That was uh, yo, yeah. I mean, what y'all did, what y'all did with that was was amazing. It really was, and I don't. There hasn't been anything like it, and I haven't seen really much like it since. Um, that was that was amazing. Uh, hey, you mind doing some uh, some rapid fire questions with us real quick to cap this off? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, here we go. Uh, last technical. Uh, last summer. Last summer. What you, did you yeah. deserve it? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what'd you do? Now it, it wasn't the worst technical I ever got coaching travel basketball was the the five count was like. And this was in my earlier days, Nate. I wasn't wasn't <laughs> married. I, yeah, yeah. So the five count was like uh, eleven to two, and I literally pulled out about. It was probably about. $1,500 and I asked the referee how much are they paying and I started throwing money on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's incredible. <laughs> so did, you start getting some, did he pick up any? Um, I, he looked like he wanted to, but he did. He did right. <laughs> but he did. He actually gave me two texts, threw me out. I drove. This was the old USBA. Yeah. So I drove to the Shell gas station, bought some $10 shades, came back into the gym and put, put the shades on, and stopped the game. He was like, sir, you have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> With the shade, You try to go incognito and sneak back in real quick. $10 shades, bro. That is hilarious, man. That so do you hilarious. still have those shades, or were they lost? Were they ever worn after that? As soon as I left USBA, I let my window down and just I tossed them shade. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is good. Well, the next question was: Have you ever been kicked out of game? But you just told us you just told us that. Um, have Have you ever done to basketball on a ten foot rim? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you in game? Were you in game dunker? 
Uh, I've dunked a total of three times, and it was I never dunked in. I I dunked in high school at practice, but I never dunked in the game until I got to college. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay, you're up three at the end of a game. Do you foul or let it play out? I'm going to say I'm going to let it play out. Yeah. Trust the defense, trust the rebounder. Yeah. Um, okay, you got uh, best player has two fouls in the first half. Uh, leave them in, take them out. Leave them in. Leave them in? I like yeah. it. I like um, it. Go for the tie, go for the win. Go for the win. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, hey, let's. No, I'm not going to ask that one. That's just casual or professional on the sidelines? Casual. Casual, yep. Um, okay. Uh, early morning practice or evening or night practice? Evening. Evening. Um, if you – all right, if you could not be a trainer, coach basketball, what would you, what would you want to do? Rap. <laughs> Rapper, okay. <laughs> you, got, you got anything uh, – you, you got anything in, the, in, the, in your back pocket? Anything on the computer? Oh, absolutely not. I just – look, when, when I, I live – well, you know, I, I love rap. I, I mean, obviously, Jay-Z. And so I, I can't really get with a lot of these young guys. But right. obviously, when, when a good Jay-Z come on or T.I. or Old Wayne or something, you know, I can I can let J. Cole. You know, I, I like some of the new guys. You know, Baby, some of it. But, you know, sometimes those, they they get to talking. You know how they get, man. I just yeah. can't. But I love rap, man. Outside of basketball, I, I here's here's how I look at it. For for guys to be able any, – any type of artist, whether it's rap or – any type of musician, man, especially the ones that make a great living, that's it's almost like somebody that can draw real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, creating something. That, that kind of stuff needs to be like those. Those people are very, very, very gifted at what they do. I agree. I agree. I'm totally with you on that one. So, Asa, is this where you got your rap passion from? <laughs> uh, I mean, he he certainly played a part on. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was there. He was there from the early years when when I was forming my uh, my my rap years. So. <laughs> I just heard Jay Z, and I was like, "That's your guy." So, um, all right, uh, you don't you play any golf? I don't, man. Nah. Um, should every team make the conference tourney? No, no. Why not? Hey, man, look, you gotta you gotta win first, first and foremost. And you know, if you you know what it goes out, it goes just the old saying. You know, everybody get a trophy, especially these young kids and that's why some of those some of them don't make it uh-huh you know uh-huh. yeah 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 you go to the turf now there is a you know there is a case for it depending on the situation but obviously it's the winner's world so the winners need to go to the tournament yeah i'm with it all right I, i'm um, gonna go off of yours i'm gonna i'm gonna get a rapid fire question in here do you would you support a uh a double elimination bracket in a conference tournament i like that yeah a double yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just because, like, obviously you get an upset, but, like, should the best teams, like, in smaller conferences have a chance to have one bad game? And if they win, like, Belmont last year, they, yeah. you win 30 games, you have one bad game, should you have an opportunity to play, win, and, and have an opportunity to beat them twice again? Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't that just happen in Southwall, Oklahoma? I think. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, think, just, think if, just think if they didn't get a chance to, if they were just done after that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. had a chance. They played their way out of the losers bracket and won a championship. Right. Double exactly. elimination. I haven't thought too much into that one, Nathan. Yeah. Um, all right, Spence. LeBron or Jordan? I, MJ. 
Why? <laughs> because of the shoes? Surely not just because of the shoes. <laughs> hey, look. M Michael Jordan. Look, I, I I love I love LeBron. Uh, I think it all depends. It all depends on the era. Obviously, I came up. I got to see all the Michael Jordan championships. Um, I got to see Michael Jordan in a like anytime they needed to win close games or whatever. Like Jordan, he he did not let you down ninety five percent of the time, bro. And it's just. Like the, when I when I look at some of the situations LeBron is in in some in some games, and I go back to some of those same scenarios Jordan was in, that's the difference for, for me. But I think LeBron is a fantastic player. He does a lot for the game on and off the court. But MJ just had that. MJ had another level of of, of killer in him, man. Yeah. And Kobe, Kobe Bryant is 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 the closest one to that as far as just that. I don't care who's in front of me. I'm about to destroy you. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure if LeBron – I'm not so sure if LeBron got that. All right, dog. Hey, uh, where can everybody uh, get Twitter, Instagram? Where can they find you? Twitter, uh, TBW Basketball 1. Twitter, uh, the all-around game, at AAG Lab, WRK. And then uh, Instagram is uh, Team Be Right. Um, all right, we can find myself on Instagram at the Ace of Spades with a Z on the end. You can find Nathan on Twitter at Coach Nate Moran. You can find him on Instagram at Nate Five underscore Moran. You can find Mind of a Coach on Twitter at uh, Mind of a Coach Pod, and you can find uh, Mind of a Coach on Instagram at Mind of a Coach. Uh, Spence, man, appreciate you, dude. Good to talk to you. Thank you for coming on. Best uh, best of luck to y'all. Team be right. New uh, bets in, in the summer. Um, Y'all's, uh, y'all's AAU trips. Uh, best luck to you, man. Appreciate y'all you doing for the for the city of Nashville, for the game of basketball, um, and all that stuff, man. So appreciate it. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all. And if you guys have any type, I got obviously I got some AAG uh, shirts, merchandise. For you we got guys. a shirt for you. We got a shirt for you. I saw tomorrow last week. Look, I need a shirt before I get back on the road uh, next in July. I love wearing. I mean, Under Armour. We got, but I love wearing shirts to just represent the city and what we're doing. You know, I'm throwing a couple, you know, nice little podcast shirt with some George, man. Yeah, it goes a long way, baby. I got, I got you a shirt. I got. <laughs> I you really shirt. appreciate I'm, it. If Jamal yeah. comes up to PSU, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all a couple of them, or I'll run by Pro Academy or something. So. Hey, and I might need to, I might need to learn a little bit about that, uh, that 10 minute uh, um, ball handling drill you were talking about. Oh, I got the 10 count down. 10 minute ball. No, he, he said the 10 minute ball handling series. The 10 count, yeah. I, I understand, but like you said, you did a ten-minute ball handling series with Draymond. Or like that or like that. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get that to you. My guy Travis Wall, he he, he did a great job with that. So clubs, I can get that. I can get that for you. Uh, nice little, nice little way to get the guys going before practice or even after practice. But we just did it to get the guys going yeah. before we get work. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, well, Spence, appreciate you, man. All right, guys. Good job, man. Keep going. All right, yes, sir. All right. Thank you, thank you. Well, while we're on here still, um, I just wanted to make sure to say to Asa, um, I don't want to say anything too bad, but you can kiss my butt, Asa, because the Tennessee Volunteers <laughs> are in the College World Series, Asa. <laughs> the College World Series. You know what, Tennessee? Tennessee has the most loyal fan base out there, besides the University and Lipscomb University, besides those two that I've ever known. And you know what? 
We deserve this. Oh, we deserve this. Deserve it. What do you we mean you deserve, deserve this? It has been a tough. I mean, a tough. Is it ninety eight? Does it feel like ninety eight? Feels like twenty twenty one is what it feels like. That's what it feels like. COVID's over. Don't even know what that is. And we are in the College World Series. Nathan, I am. I am happy that you get to experience something other than complete futility from the from the. Tennessee volunteers in the athletic department. I'm, I'm really happy for you that, that you can, that you got something to cling on to now. Um, I really am as a friend. I'm happy for you as a, as a friend. I'm happy to see you like this. I, man, you know, I just hate that Alabama wasn't able to make it. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Alabama is, is, is okay with, you know, no, with how many I know they're struggling. I know they're struggling. Oh, we're good at football and basketball, whatever. Like, <laughs> We're good at baseball, so <laughs> that actually sounds like a what um I what some of the Vanderbilt fans used to say. That's funny, That's but true. I, I mean, I'm glad you said that, Nate. I forgot. If you can't, if you, so go Vols, go Congratulations, Vols. man. Congratulations. Hey, go I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna let you have your moment. Go Commodores too. Go Commodores too. I mean, those those guys are in the College World Series, uh-huh. and so SEC man, SEC just best conference in the country, dude. All right. All right, Asa. All right, Doc. Holla at you. Love you. Love you.